0: I was glad to withdraw Sherlock Holmes before the public were too weary of him. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle in 1927. Welcome back to Angry Typewriter, a podcast about writing and the writing life. I'm Paul, and in today's episode, we'll be discussing the pros and cons, the ups and downs, the ins and outs of writing a novel series. On my other podcast, Bookish, I discuss this topic mainly from the standpoint of the reader, But today, on Angry Typewriter, I want to look at it from the standpoint of the writer. If you're a writer of science fiction, fantasy, or mystery, writing a novel series is a very natural thing because that's a very normal form in those genres. But it's also a very tempting thing in any kind of fiction even in so-called literary fiction once you finish that first novel and you're staring at the daunting blank page of your next book it's a natural thing to go back to the characters you already know the setting you already know without having to create something totally from scratch and it's not being lazy it as i said is natural You spend a lot of time with those characters. You probably have a lot of things that you know about them that you didn't put in the first book that you want to maybe let people know about. And maybe they've become your friends over all the time you spent with them and you just want to spend more time. If the very best possible thing happened and the literary gods smiled down upon you from Olympus, making that first novel successful, then you have the added incentive of readers who already like your work and already like the characters from the first book. It's a strong temptation to keep going in the same direction. For me personally, with my series, The Last Word, I knew that it was gonna be more than one book, provided I ever finished writing the first one, because I knew that there was more that I wanted to say about those characters than could fit into one novel. So even though mine fit into the broad category of either contemporary or general fiction, I certainly wouldn't call it literary, I knew it was going to be a series, just like if it had been in one of the other genres like sci-fi or fantasy. You might wonder, do I know at this point how many books will be in the series? Well, honestly, I don't. Some authors have a very defined number of books already in their head when they start writing the first one. J.K. Rowling knew it was going to be seven books in the Harry Potter series. Carlos Ruiz Zafon knew it was going to be four books in the Cemetery of Forgotten Books series. On the flip side, Robert Parker had no clue how many Spencer books he would write and in fact ended up writing them right up till the day he died. This is typically true in a lot of mystery fiction. So even if you know at the outset that you're going to write a series, you don't have to know how many books it will be. If you do, and you have a set number, well, that's great. If not, don't worry about it. And also, if you're writing a book that you don't know will turn into a series, just stay open to the idea. Before I go into some of the nuts and bolts aspect Of actually writing a book series a word of caution two of the best known authors of all time came to hate their series and hate their characters the quote from arthur conan doyle at the beginning of this episode barely scratches the surface of how much he came to loathe sherlock holmes in fact as most of you know he tried to kill him off at one point only to have readers, including his own mother, force him to bring Holmes back. Doyle considered the Holmes series hack work, considered detective stories hack work for the most part, and was much more proud of his historical novels. And he believed until the day he died that his literary standing had been diminished by all the focus on Sherlock Holmes. This may come as a surprise, but A. A. Milne came to hate the Winnie the Pooh books because he felt pigeonholed as a children's author, even though he had written many other books, many plays that he considered superior to the Pooh books. And in a way, both of these views were justified because most readers today would be hard pressed to name anything other than Sherlock Holmes that Conan Doyle wrote or anything other than Winnie the Pooh that A.A. A. A. wrote. Most of us who would kill to have the kind of audience that both of those men had can't really understand that point of view, partly because we haven't been that successful. But think about it from another standpoint. Matthew McConaughey has become an amazing actor over the years, including winning an Academy Award. But most of us will always remember him for all right, all right, all right. It's a legacy, but if you're a serious actor, maybe not the one you want everyone to remember you for. The same can be true of writers who want to be able to make a living, but still be respected. The Zeus in my literary pantheon, Ernest Hemingway managed to pull off respect riches, awesome standalone novels, and a series of detective stories featuring Nick Adams. If you haven't read any of those, you want to pick them up one other personal rant before I move on to some of the how to parts of this podcast. If you're going to write a series with a defined number of books whether it be three, five or ten once you've completed it you've completed it. Don't go back and try and change things on social media. Yes, I'm talking directly to you, J.K. Rowling. We love Harry Potter. We love everything about Harry Potter. But except for the most hardcore Potter fans, most of us have grown a little bit tired of you trying to change everything about the books with a near daily tweet updating what you really meant or what this character really was or whatever happens to strike your fancy at the time. What you've written is what you've written. Leave it alone. When we come back, we'll get into some practical things. Welcome back. So as we get into some of the nuts and bolts of writing a novel series, I guess the first question you should ask yourself is, should I? Is what I'm writing something that should be turned into a series? And I think there are a couple answers to that. If you're writing mysteries and you have what you consider to be a particularly strong lead character, the answer is probably yes. Because the series is very common in mystery fiction, partly because the more that your main character is successful solving crimes, the more credibility he has, or she has, in subsequent books. People will suspend some disbelief. This was certainly the case in Robert B. Parker's Spencer series, given the fact that since Parker had identified Spencer as a Korean War veteran when the series first started in the early 1970s. By the time Parker died, Spencer was still solving crimes, still fighting hand-to-hand, still working out every day in his 80s. Certainly some suspension of disbelief on the part of the reader there. If you write science fiction or fantasy, the series is also very common in those genres, partly because... They typically involve a quest of some kind and quests happen best over several books and this isn't just some ploy to sell more books it really is something that matters a perfect example is tolkien's lord of the rings series he originally wrote the lord of the rings as one massive volume and intended to publish it as one massive volume However, his publishers were wise enough to realize that the reading public, as much as they liked him, was not going to snap up a volume that ran around 1,300 pages as quickly as they would three separate books of a little over 400 pages. Now some of you may be thinking, every year Stephen King writes books that run 800 to 1,000 pages, and every year they end up on the bestsellers list. Well, let's be honest. If you're Stephen King, at least as far as the caliber of your sales, you're probably not listening to this podcast right now. So clearly, writing a series makes sense in many different types of genre fiction. But what if you're writing what's considered mainstream, general, contemporary, whatever you want to call it? Does a series make sense for you? Well, I think you have to look a little harder in that situation. A lot of genre fiction, whether it be mystery, science fiction, or fantasy, is plot-driven in one way or another. Whether it be solving a specific crime, going on a specific quest, whatever the case may be. For a mainstream novel to work as a series, I personally believe it has to be character-driven. You have to have very strong, very interesting, in some ways very relatable characters that can carry multiple books regardless of what the plot around them is. Now, the plot has to be good, but the characters are the key. For example, I set my last word series in a bookstore, and books play a major role in all three of the novels that I've written so far. But I personally believe that you could take these characters and drop them into any number of other situations and they'd still work. Now, admittedly, I'm biased, but that's what I believe. If you have a group of characters that you believe would stand up in any number of situations against any number of obstacles, then yes, you should absolutely consider turning that into a series. But a series has some very specific challenges you don't always find with a standalone novel some things that you have to keep in mind as you go forward especially into subsequent books one thing you're gonna want to do which you would do with any kind of book but especially with a series is have a very extensive biography for every one of your main characters and a pretty extensive biography secondary characters if they're going to continue to appear in the series obviously you're going to know much more about these characters than may ever appear on the page but every time a quirk a family member an occurrence from their past shows up in the book you need to make a note of it on your bio sketch because you have to keep it consistent from that point on Throughout every book that follows, the backstory is something that you become locked into over time. If your heroine is deathly afraid of cats in book one, your readers are absolutely going to notice if she's suddenly excited about being given a kitten in book four. So, as I say, you're locked into a degree. Also, Unless you know it's only going to be a certain number of books without fail, no matter what happens. It's only going to be four, and no more than four, no matter how much money someone offers you to write a fifth one or beyond. You need to be at least a little vague when it comes to dates and ages. If your series is open-ended, and there's no way for you to know how long you may be writing it, you want to avoid the problem like I mentioned earlier with Robert Parker in his Spencer series, of having your characters age well beyond what would be normal, at least for a detective. You also wouldn't want to have one of your characters crying because Elvis just died and a few moments later have them calling their mother on their cell phone to let her know about it. Another tightrope you'll have to walk how much information about your characters to put into each new book by this i mainly mean their bio backstory things that may have happened in previous books you don't want to have a whole recap in the first chapter just to catch up the people who may have started with book two or book three or book four so in that sense you have to make each one stand alone while still having it continue as part of a series. There will probably be some key elements from previous books that you have to include in some way, but a lot that you won't. And by just including some, it may drive readers back to read the earlier books. It would be nice if they always started with book one, but I think we all know that's just not the case. Finally, and I wish there was an easy answer to this, But there's just not when do you stop writing the series if you left it open-ended at what point do you walk away from it well one indication and one that we definitely don't want is when people stop reading the later books that's a pretty clear sign that people have tired of the characters at least more likely you will reach a point Where you're tired of the characters. Where you can't stand spending any time with them. That's when you know it's time to move on. I had a boss that once told me, When you can't stand walking through the door, it's time to find a new job. Well, the same can be said of writing a series. There will also be times when the characters themselves will tell you it's time to wrap it up. Because they'll just stop speaking to you. Now, don't think that I'm schizophrenic because my characters speak to me. If you're a writer, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, there are times where they'll go silent for long periods without necessarily being gone for good. But I think you'll know when you stop hearing them, it's time to do something else. In spite of some of the challenges I've mentioned, I have to say, I really enjoy writing a series. I really like having the characters that I already know and that I can watch develop and grow and go through life. It may sound crazy. It may sound sentimental. But for me, it's true. And I think if you give it a chance, you would enjoy writing a series as well. So get out there and keep on writing. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Angry Typewriter. I hope it's been both informative and entertaining, especially for you writers out there. If you're enjoying these podcasts, I hope you'd also consider clicking on the support this podcast link on the anchor site for as little as 99 cents a month. You can help keep these episodes coming and it will also go a long way making this podcast completely ad-free. Thanks again.